Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the rating. Why are you raising your hand for it? Hey, to me, bro. Bulgarian tricep me. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pic. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to her. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat off. Welcome to episode 13 of the Talking Small podcast. Uh, today, uh, myself is joined with one of the fan favorites, but only, I think, got third place, Joey Sal. And uh, Michael Michael Chin, you all, is with us as well. Joe, what do you think about getting, uh, I think you got third place behind Bob and uh, my sister. I would have been all right losing to Danielle, but I think it's bullshit that Bob rigged the vote. Well, I mean, Twitter, we can't necessarily give people passwords to vote on Twitter, so, I mean, you could have rigged the vote too. Yeah, but I, Joe don't play like that shit. So Joe wants the uh, his uh, resume to speak for himself. Bob just is uh, going for uh, cheap uh, votes. Okay. Yes. So uh, the new guest, first time, Michael Chen, one of Joe's uh, old roommates, uh, one of my friends who was at my wedding, who was at Joe's wedding. Chen uh, got on the dance floor on both, or at least at Joe's. I don't know if you got on the dance floor at mine, Chen. Yeah, Joe's wife dragged me on on both of them actually. <laughs> both weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw pictures yeah, from she... Joe's wedding. I saw Chin out there dance, and I had to make fun of Al because he didn't yeah, fucking dance. He just sat oh around. Oh my god, and... we got her on here. You want to talk? Oh, she just walked away. Never mind. Yeah, good pod, Joe. All right, oh, I'm sorry. So let's jump into some Chin questions because I got a couple of these from uh, some of the viewers, and I'm gonna start you off with an easy one, Chin. Do you think white people who get real into Asian culture are weird? Yes, definitely. Are you that into uh, Asian culture? No, I'm not. Not at all. Chen's a self-loathing Asian. <laughs> What's your uh, your female preference, Chen? Nationality or race? So not Asians. All right. Nah, nah. All right. What about what about dudes who are really into hentai porn? <laughs> uh yeah, that's just weird. Like, I don't know. Has anybody you lived with ever got caught beating off the hentai porn? Um I know Joe has a little bit of the Asian fever, so I I can't uh rule that out. Uh, the rumor has it, and it's been confirmed, that Joe got a little dabble in some hentai flash games. Yeah, actually, I think I do remember that. Joe's being silent on the issue. <laughs> oh, the wife's in the room. I'm just trying to talk over here. 
She hey, look, if what happened in your past, Joe, she might just be able to put some hentai flash on there for you, get you in the mood. Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Chen, do you know where you will be February fourth and April eighth of this year? Uh, no, I don't. Um. Why would we those two days? Well, yeah. This next question will help you get there. Why do a- all Asian dudes love Kobe Bryant? Because <laughs> they like winners. Did anybody ever ask you about uh, Kobe Bryant in a racist fashion? Uh, I'm not sure she necessarily asked about it, but the lady at the uh, the Westgate certainly mentioned the topic. Yeah, that, that, that shit was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Chen, I'm I'm wondering if you bought one of the timeshares at the Westgate yet. No. However, she did take mine, my and uh, Addie's driver's licenses for a little bit, and I'm not necessarily certain what she did with them. <laughs> How much longer did you guys hang out with her after we just escaped? Wait, hold um, on, hold on, hold on. First, Joe, let's set that up real quick. So we're at Joe's bachelor party in Vegas. Uh, Craigie Two Crunk's uh, parents hooked us up with uh, his timeshare at the Westgate. So Craig tells us we have free breakfast at some club, so we go down there to eat the breakfast. And this, uh, what, what do you think? She was like 45-year-old Asian lady came down. Do you remember her name, Joe? Uh, it was Sam like or, something? Kim or something? That's a kick. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a more of an American name. Yeah, I thought it was like Sam. Um, so anyway, she comes down, and now it's, she's pitching timeshares, which we don't really want to talk about. Now we, we got roped into fucking breakfast and a tour of the fucking timeshares, which aren't even built yet. She told us that she owns a timeshare and's already sold it out for what? 4th of July. And then the, like the Mayweather fight and made all her money back already or some bullshit. And yeah, so, like so we take a tour and it's fucking horrendous. And we're going to all these different shits. And then finally, she lets the people who are married or have fiancés leave because, and I quote, y'all don't have any disposable income. But not Johnny, even though he had just bought a house. He didn't have a what? I don't think, I think Johnny ended up escaping too, though. So who was uh, left, Jen? It was, it was Craig, me, and Addie. And that was who ended up getting stuck with her for like an extra 40 minutes. That was it? I thought y'all were going for like another hour and a half. It may have been. I don't know. What did, what did y'all do in that, that extra time? That was, uh, that was atrociously bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He was so, trying to say like you could rent out the fight, the fight night for the Mayweather fight for like $20,000, but then... If you wanted to rent one out that night, you would only have to pay like $200, but you would still clear over like $500,000 over 10 years. I I just didn't understand her math. She was definitely doing the hard sell. If you just followed her, it was like, oh man, I got to buy one of these. It's like a cash cow. But then she kept saying like she owned one, but they weren't even for sale yet. Were we obligated in any way to spend time with her or could we have just told her fuck off and left? 
I think we were. I mean, I started out being nice because we got the free thing, free breakfast. Well, she was making fun of Jen, but kind of hitting on him. She was definitely she. She said something. Uh, uh, you she didn't she look at you, Chen, and say you have a big head. At one point, she looked at him. She said he had a big head. She said, "Oh, so you're Chinese." She know she's Asian. She recognizes he's Chinese, and then she calls him a sumo wrestler. <laughs> And then she continues and says, all Asian men love Kobe Bryant, and the chin loves Kobe Bryant. So we just are all just dying laughing at this at this fucking breakfast table. So she was bringing it. She, I've never seen somebody just pick on chin unsolicited so hard in my life. How many, how many kicks would she have gotten, Chen? Uh, quite a few. No, you should have kicked that bitch right in the leg. <laughs> If you if y'all don't know, Chen uses kicks for uh, what he perceives as racist comments against his Asian uh, heritage, even though he's a self-loathing Asian. Um, so you talked about being a, a like a front runner because Kobe wins. What other bandwagon teams are you fans of? Um, it's not really a whole bunch. I mean, the only odd fan base that I would be in would be Florida over LSU. What's your tie to Florida Gators? It was literally the first game I watched ever of that was the uh, 96 Sugar Bowl where they beat Florida State. Danny Warfel? Hey, Chet, I was in that game. Were you? Yes. (laughs) Danny Warfel, that was a Danny Warfel game, right? Yeah, yeah, that was... That was like my first week living in Louisiana. All right, a couple more here, Chin. So if you didn't catch it, February 4th and April 8th are the uh, remaining home games where the Lakers come to play the Pelicans' last chance for oh, you to see Kobe. That's right. So are you going to go to the games? Uh, I was actually thinking about going into that later one because it was so far. It's also on a Friday, I think. Uh... But... It's like so far into the season that you just don't know if he's going to be able to hold up until then either. I was going to say, does it bother you that Kobe's retired in place? Not really, no. Yeah, Kobe's just been jacking up shots. It's Chin's wet dream. <laughs> uh, the other one is on a Thursday, so I mean, that's not too terrible. And that, right. one, and that one's uh, on TNT, the one on the fourth. So you know Kobe's going to come out and want to chuck on that one. All right, how many times have you voted for Kobe Bryant for being All Star? I've never voted for All Stars. Have any of you? Well, you know he's leading the voting right now, right? Yeah, because all Asian men love Kobe. <laughs> oh, it's like the Yao Ming fucking All Star where he didn't play but one <laughs> game and he was like leading the fucking vote. Um. All right, and then uh, let's see. Are you sad that he's retiring? Uh, at the moment, probably no. Next year, it'll be weird, like not having him on the team. But are you still going to be a Lakers fan? Of course. I thought you were more of a Kobe fan. I didn't think you were much of a Lakers fan. Hmm. All right, how many miles in the car have you driven after Lakers losses? Not that much. I don't think. I think I've. Not, the, not this year, games. but but all time. Oh, yeah, 
that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe after that game six and that uh, finals that they lost, but... Yeah, you took off and you fucking just left. It was, like, almost midnight, and you didn't come back until, like, 3 a.m. <laughs> Where'd you go, Chan? I'm pretty sure I just went to get something to eat. <laughs> From midnight to 3 a.m., you went to go get well, something to eat. I don't think eat. Joe knows what he's talking about. Joe knows all... It was like the Rocky Four montage when he drives away after Apollo died. So, so Chen, how many holes in the wall have you uh, in in apartment complexes have you made due to Kobe Bryant performances? Actually, none. I thought so, you like, okay. Yeah, yeah Joe, the go hole for it. In the door was because Joe was being annoying. I was being annoying and knocking on the door, telling him, dude, let's go get some food, but he was playing a video game, so he threw something at the door, or did you punch it? I don't remember. You, I, don't, I don't know what happened on the other side of that door, but I, there was a large hole on it afterwards. Right. And, and the, the second time was because Ron Artest hit a big three in the finals. That was a, you yeah. threw something, or that was a, a headbutt? No, that, 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 that was a hand. Like a fucking beach ball sized hole crater in the <laughs> in the wall over the kitchen at the Gardier apartment right so that's the only two things the door and the uh, wall I thought I thought like Chin was notorious for fucking throwing shit during Lakers games oh he threw shit but I mean that's two walls he broke because of sporting events or one sporting event one other time but still it happened How'd y'all? How'd you fix them, Chen? You just left them, or did you like? No, nah, uh, the door. You just putty. Yeah, like, I, I Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the drywall, I actually got another piece of drywall and put it in right. We he uh he said he was. What did he tell you? He was uh why he we started the pot a little late. Uh, he, oh, he was at dinner, but then I was playing wild. He just okay. said he needed 15 minutes. He was going to be late. I didn't want to get into yeah. it. I was hoping he was playing uh, Pokemon and trying to smash. He was playing WoW. Well, Chen, how much money have you made on WoW in your career? Um, I don't know. Probably not a thousand, but I'm pretty sure I'm coming up on that now that we're doing sales again. I thought you sold accounts for like $1,200. That was for another game. What game? Diablo. So you made more money on Diablo? Oh, definitely. Have you made any? Uh, have you made any but money? If you had to break that out over hours, how much in how many dollars per hour do you think you made on that twelve hundred dollars sale? Oh, I mean, it's awful, but it's like <laughs> it's not necessarily like it's work where you where it's like maybe you don't enjoy doing it. Over that time, and it's just about the money, so. So basically what you're saying is you would be playing it anyway, so once you sold it, it was right. just extra. I get that. So, Chen, how much money have you ever made playing Magic cards professionally? None. Have you lost any money playing Magic cards professionally? Nah. What if about you had to value your collection monetary value would you put on it uh not much now but i think last year i ended up selling a good chunk of it for like 1200 
You yeah. sold magic cards for $1,200 to who? You sell them on Craigslist or something? No, to some website that buys them. Are you done with magic cards now? Yeah. Chen, uh, for the longest time, I you were like very secretive about your magic card uh, gaming. And you gotta stay in the closet, buddy. <laughs> we thought you had a secret girlfriend because you would just disappear for weekends and leave, and just I thought you had a secret girlfriend, and we we had this whole thing worked out. It's funny, we you know, Nobbs has the the theory is that he's a flaming homosexual, and yours was you got a secret smoking hot girlfriend that you're too embarrassed to introduce us all to. Nobbs probably secretly wishes Chin was uh, was homosexual. Ah, that Asian rub and tug Nobbs is way. Well, you know what? Al wanted me to ask you, Chin, how many times you beat off a week. He wanted to know about your beat off habits. Do you want to share those or are you going to Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. So, so how many dates have you and Joe ever been on? There, there was one time where I think a well, waitress asked if there was a special occasion. <laughs> but that was about it. Okay. Well, you we don't have to elaborate on that. There was a time when we were going to Oaxaca three times a week. No, but I re- elaborate because I, I thought I vaguely remember the place because y'all y'all just moved into Gardia, right? Y'all went to some place. Right. Uh, it was a uh, Italian it was restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an Italian restaurant, and like it was way fancier than what we were expecting because it was right next to a Buffalo Wild Wings. And yeah. so we're we... gonna go. We're gonna go to like the that Mexican restaurant that's right there on the other side of the Buffalo Wild Wings parking lot. But it was like super packed, so we were like, uh, "Let's go to that Italian place." Oh we yeah, that was like, Padres or something. Wait, what, what is it? I thought it was Me Padres or something. Marcelo's is where I think y'all ended up going. No, that's not it. The Mi Padres is that Mexican restaurant that we were trying to go to, I think. But then we ended up switching it up and going to that uh, Italian place. I could look it up. Yeah, whatever it is, it's the one that's connected to the Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, so y'all went in there. Y'all were dressed. Were y'all underdressed or were y'all dressed up? Probably in an untucked polo, what I wore every day. And Chin was in the t-shirt, Ralph Lauren, and khaki shorts. Sounds about right. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Did y'all say yes, it's a special occasion, play along, or no, you just We kinda... didn't talk a lot that whole meal. <laughs> I think we both felt very uncomfortable. But y'all still stayed to eat, right? Oh, we stayed oh, to yeah. eat. I mean, I'm not going to turn down some food. Oh, shit. What, 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 so y'all went to Oaxaca the most? That's the place we went to. It was called Nino's Italian Restaurant, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right, so... You're right. Y'all have any uh, roommate stories y'all want to uh, share right now? Uh, I was thinking over them, I and mean, I was trying to think of... Uh, it came, I went in my mind over Travis and Chet, and... The best thing about Travis being our roommate was, uh, did you go to that soft opening of that seafood restaurant, Chen? Yeah, I did. That was awesome. The best part wasn't 
that. It was the best part was that Al got stuck with Travis to go watch a UFC fight afterwards. <laughs> That's right. He kind of invited himself. We went with uh, Travis's uncle owned like there's some seafood. Uh, there was some sea. I don't know if it's still there or not. There's some seafood restaurant over by the Bass Pro Shops out in Denham. Yeah, wasn't it called? Or was it no? It's whatever by the Cabela's, right? Yeah, it's yeah. by the Cabela's. Wasn't it called like Don's or something? Um, yeah, to... yeah, Don's. yeah. There was. I think we it's. Still, I think it's still there. Travis's like uncle owns it, so we got to go to the soft opening. We ate fucking everything twice on that menu and got just shit housed off for free. It was awesome, and then. Afterwards, Alex was like, yeah, I'm going over to someone's to watch the fight. And Travis was like, oh, yeah, I love that fight. I'll come. <laughs> and he had just, like, we had just eaten, like, $1,000 worth of food and drinks for free. And Alex was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so what we a- had to bring Travis along. That dude was the worst. God, that dude sucked. Well, what about that other, like, brief roommate y'all had after Gustav? Remember, like, he ended up at Ryan's house? And he Bob. kept calling everybody partners. Bob. Yeah, Bob. How long did y'all have Bob as y'all's roommate? I don't know, like a week. I don't even remember. Yeah, I, I barely remember him. Remember we brought him over to Schuler's house or something after Gustav. Yeah, I he, think he dragged, he invited himself over because we were just, no, I think we were all just trying to get out because we still, we didn't have air conditioning for like a month after that. Yeah. That yeah, sucked. yeah. So Schuler's place had uh, AC, and we went over there, and all of a sudden, y'all fucking brought Bob. I think I was there at y'all's apartment before, and snuck out, and went to go hang out at Schuler's to try to ditch Bob because he was fucking weird. And uh, y'all brought him to the place. I was so pissed at y'all's fucking asses. Ugh. So Chen, I got a I got a question for you. Have you ever watched Grandfathered? No, I haven't. Do you know, I what, know what that you, is? Do you know what show I'm talking about? No, I don't. Good, because our new sponsor on the pod is Fox. Fox's grandfather. <laughs> it's on Tuesdays at 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. It's part of Fox's Comedy Tuesday, where they're putting the best comedies on a Tuesday. Oh, is that that John Stamos show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, Joe, uh, we and we're just going to, uh, you know... Throw out our reviews for the first two episodes. You know, since they're our new sponsor, we, we're going to probably be a little more uh, flattering to the Stamos. So, so Joe, what do you think about episode one? Okay, I'll, I want to give a little background. I watched these, and then I did a little uh, research on them. And I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll save the the kicker for the very end. But uh, it sets up. There's John Stamos plays a guy named Jimmy. He owns a. Uh, He's, he's an owner of a fancy restaurant, and I'm guessing it's L.A. I couldn't catch if they said that or not. No, I thought but, it was in Chicago. Is it Chicago? I want to say it was... No, 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 no. It can't be Chicago. They went to the beach. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's L.A. Yeah, and they're talking about Pete Diddy in the next one, and so I think it's L.A. And, you know, I, I, I'll i be honest. I love terrible television. I half expected to just... You, you said, hey, watch the first two episodes, we'll review it. I was like, well, shit, I'm going to get hooked on this show, and I'm going to be watching it every week from now on. That is not going to be the case. Whoa, 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 whoa. Our sponsors from Fox do not want to hear that, Joe. We love Grandfathered. Uh, I do not love Grandfathered. 
Father. That was hot garbage. It was uh, it was painful to watch, and I did not enjoy it. I'll start there, and I have a lot of breakdowns uh, in the episodes. If you okay. want to give your yeah, overview. well, look, that, this is what I overall. This is what I'm saying. It would if it wasn't good, Fox wouldn't have picked it up for like eight more episodes. So I mean, you, look, you just know it's good. So. <laughs> So, Joe, this is a couple of quick hitters I just want to hit with that I learned for episode one. Because uh, Jimmy, or a.k.a. Stamos, um, things I noticed, he's normally three buttons deep. He uh, claims he does not like to poop in the clubs. That's nightclubs. And uh, he had unprotected sex with uh, this lady. And then all of a sudden, you know, what, 26 years later, he discovers he's a, uh, uh, he has a son and a granddaughter. Now, I do appreciate the casting of, uh, it's Christina Milian, right? That's who the chick is? That's who the, the baby mama is? That is not Stamos' baby mama. It's Stamos' no, son, is, Gerard. Gerard? Granddaughter's baby mama. What's his name, Gerard or Gerald? Gerald, yes. Yeah, he couldn't be a Gerard. He didn't look manly enough. Gerald. Edie is the granddaughter. It's Edie's mother. Vanessa is Christina Milian, and she is quite attractive for uh, for the casting. Yeah, I, I I had that in my notes here. It's like Christina Milian, man, she's looking hot. Hadn't seen yeah. her in a long time. So uh, uh, speaking of the speaking of the, uh, you you said you like the casting. I I definitely like that the guy uh, Stamos and his son had, had the like almost identical haircuts. I thought that was a good thing. Yeah, I think that's that's a must because. If you're going to do Stamos, you got to play to uh, his strengths. And what's his strength? His hair. Did you like that it, the first episode had a sneak cameo by Bob Saget, but Uncle Jesse was not uh, Uncle Jesse was not there? No, I didn't. I don't think I even caught that. Yeah, Bob Saget was in there. He was at the when the little when his little granddaughter runs to the restaurant, Bob Saget's just there and he bitches about kids. Um, I, I really like the f- part of the first episode when he yells at his baby mama because she didn't tell him he had a kid. And his reasoning was because if he was gay, he may have hit on his son. What do you think for that reasoning, Joe? Uh, that's pretty solid. I actually think that uh, Stamos' son is quite the piece of shit by, you know, he had the chance to meet this guy his whole life. He doesn't choose to. He finally decides to, and then he just dumped the baby on him well, in like the second night. Well, I, I want to say I want to say this is the reason the son appears to have wanted to find Stamos is that he knows that Stamos is a womanizer, and he needs help womanizing his baby mama. But you think why would he need to womanize his baby mama? It's because she only looks at him as a friend because they were only friends, and he was trying to help her find a cell phone and got a sympathy fuck back in the day, unprotected. And a kid popped out. So that's why he wants to meet his father so he can get some moves. I have a very easy theory of how I think this is going to go later in the season. I think uh, Christina Milian is going to try and hook up with Stamos. And that's going to cause a rift between Stamos and his son. And that's going to be like... Five episodes right there. Well, Joe, that's it's probably already got there since we've only watched the first two. But I think you might be onto something. Uh, I also liked in the episode that uh, Stamos changes the wrong kid's diaper, and that everybody's cool with that. And then, yeah, uh, that's no problem. 
and he also I got some I got some notes from the first episode that I all right, so Chen, here's the here's the synopsis of the first episode. He meets his son, or he meets his son. He meets his granddaughter. The son has a date with the baby mama, and he can't find a sitter, so he dumps the baby on Jimmy, which is Stamos, and he's trying to uh, trying to run his restaurant while taking care of the baby. Well, the baby runs a fever, and this motherfucker's at a restaurant, so he takes a meat thermometer and shoves it up the kid's ass to take her temperature. What do you know about a meat thermometer? Uh, yeah. It would have poked through, huh? It is very. It is a sharp thing that has to poke through raw meat. <laughs> he freaking punctured that little girl on her bladder. Well, well, thing, well it wouldn't have been her bladder. Place. Joe, you really think he took her temperature in her, her vagina? He probably put it in her butt. It wouldn't be her bladder. Okay, that's different than the bladder. Well, you go through the colon into the bladder. <laughs> okay, it's one, it's one but magic meat the thermometer. Sick. She's, she's running a fever, and he takes her to the emergency room. And because he's Stamos, the emergency room, the baby's running a little fever. What happens? Okay, instantly we'll take her back right well, now. Well, Joe, Joe, don't sell it short. That earlier in the episode, Stamos is having family night at the house, and they're watching a movie. Uh, I think it's um. Hold on, I had I had it written down on here. Um, oh, Dustin Hoffman. It's a movie with Dustin Hoffman, and he's got yeah. and he grabs his baby and runs through traffic. And Stamos is sitting there bitching about how stupid that is. And then, as Joe says, he's taking the baby to the hospital. They they have Stamos running through traffic. Oh, the irony! You think? Also, St- oh, go ahead, Joe. Okay, how does? Alright, this is L.A., right? Yeah, we... Stamos has, like, this huge top-floor studio apartment in L.A. Uh, how do you get that if you only own one restaurant? Because it was the biggest restaurant. It was the hip restaurant. I don't care. You're not making that much money. Well, one of the things I did notice is that in his restaurant, the re- you know, I mean, he doesn't... The son doesn't dump the baby on him in the restaurant. He's actually at the home sitting... Because the whole episode, he's worried that Deion Sanders is going to go to this other hip restaurant. And then Deion Sanders, Lil Wayne, and Don Rickles ends up going to his restaurant. That's why oh, Stamos has to go to the uh, to work. Oh, Jesus. Stamos is also definitely shaving his chest in this. What do you think, Joe? you think oh, that he's naturally hairless or he shaves oh. it? No, he absolutely shaves that. He's got that dago hair. Hey, Chen, do you have a wallet? I do have a wallet. Do you carry a photo of yourself in your wallet other than your driver's license? No, I don't. What if I told you that John Stamos carries an old headshot of himself and it's not wallet size, it's like four by six? Would you would that be something you'd want to carry around with you? Now, being oh. that your headshot might not fit on a four by six. No, that's not necessarily something that I would carry around with me. Well, Stamos carries it around with him, and he pulls it out randomly so people can see his headshot. One more thing about how big of a piece of shit some of these people are: when they take, when Jimmy takes the granddaughter to the uh, to the emergency room, the kid's fine, but Jimmy doesn't know that. So when Jimmy asks the people, or asks uh, the grandmother and the mom and dad if the baby's fine, what do they say? Instead of saying, oh, no, she's fine. You did the right thing. Thank you for bringing her here. They say, she needs a liver transplant. 
So Stamos, being the caring father that he is, he's going to step up. But the wife has some questions for him. Joe, what are those questions? Oh, okay. It was it was you can't you can't dye your hair. You can't oh, yeah. you can't yeah. you can't have uh Botox on your face. And Stanley says he's had Botox but not on the face. And then he realizes that they're fucking with him after he admits to dyeing his hair and having Botox. Where do you think he had Botox, Harley? I I mean I'm guessing on his face. I don't know where you get Botox. Well he said it wasn't his face. Because yeah. then she goes, where did you have it? Uh, you know, I didn't catch that part. Um, I'm not sure. Where, where else would you want Botox? Is it like underarm fat or is this going to be like, I, I don't know. Is it like ass injections? I'm, I, don't, I don't know. You want those uh, smooth Botox balls? Got to take care of that penis wrinkle. <laughs> really? People, people do Botox on their penis? I have no idea. I'll Google it. Right. I don't want to Google it. Right. I'm sure it's going to yield very nasty results. Well, well, if Haley pops back up, ask her if she's ever seen a, a Botox uh, scrotum. Um, when I die, I don't want to have my Google search history show <laughs> Botox penis. Well, I mean, it, it, once you're dead, the, the they're going to be able to check your penis to see if you've used it, Joe, so it won't be that big of a thing. Um, Jimmy has a problem saying the word grandpa. So I thought this was going to be like a running joke throughout like the, the, the show. No, the end of the episode, he says grandpa. It's like a big epiphany. It lasted like, you know, with these episodes of 30 minutes, so it lasted like 25 total minutes. Yeah. Um, did you think it was weird that, uh, and this might be episode two stuff. Uh, um, do you have anything else on episode one? Uh, that's all I got for episode one. Okay, my 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 thing thing basically John Stamos and I thought it was in episode one, but it might be in two. He ends up keeping a sex book of all the prior squeezes, like he's got photos and like names and shit in there. Did you think that was weird? It reminded me of Dexter, how he kills people and keep, keeps a blood sample. What I thought was weird was that he named the dude's mom Sushi, so that bitch got a stanky puss. <laughs> Um. So in episode what two, were they, what was his name? It was something that hers was sushi, and his was uh. Fuck! What was his name? I don't. Remember. What was his uh nickname? I uh, I don't I don't remember Joe. I don't either. What did you think about how episode two opens up? He he he's using that he has a grandbaby as a pickup line at the chick at the bar and brings her back to his place to, to bone. But then the chick starts telling, telling him that she doesn't know who her father is either. And then of course, Stamos being the great guy he is starts questioning her about her mom to see where she worked. Uh, that is a direct ripoff from scrubs. What, which episode That's they use that in scrubs? That. The one where uh, JD's afraid that if they give up uh, the baby for adoption and it's a girl, that he'll bang her. <laughs> um, That's what I think about that. So, um, so uh, Jimmy uh, is going to choose, uh, I guess the whole episode revolves around a, a P. Diddy white party. Evidently, there's a white linen party at P. Diddy's house. And Jimmy's got. And there was no P Diddy in the episode. Spoiler alert. Um, Jimmy has to choose between hanging out at the P Diddy white party versus a day at the fa- at the beach with the family. And so, what what does Stamos pick? Uh, 
That's correct. Hey, Joe, did you notice that White Victor was replaced from episode one to episode two? No, I didn't. <laughs> he well, be... it was the pilot. Lots of people get replaced after the pilot. Yeah. White Victor just couldn't cut it. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to be a thing, but then they just called <gasps> him. They just called him Victor in episode two. Hey, Chen, how are you liking the review so far? We we got you hooked on Grandfathered yet? Uh, with Joe selling it as uh, as awful as it sounds, I don't think so. God damn it, Joe! <laughs> Sorry, Fox. <laughs> All right, Chen, I got a question for you. It's a P, it's P Diddy's white party, right? What color shirt do you think Stamos wears? <laughs> he wear a black shirt sure it's called a white party he's in a white linen suit white pants and he wears a fucking pink shirt that th- i think that pissed me off more than anything in the second episode well the the fact that stamos is so boss moves that he walks into p diddy's white party wearing a fucking pink shirt um and he he wasn't in white linen suit he was in like a um a cream colored linen suit it wasn't it wasn't perfectly white. And he just walks in and of course evidently there's wristbands to this thing and they they just let him blow right through. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's the social event of the season. It takes place during the it starts at like noon on a Saturday at P Diddy's house. He's was, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, he's definitely ep, uh, absent from the episode. So, hey, Chen, if I was going to ask you what your top five reasons are that you don't like to wear a bathing suit around, what what would they be? Top five. The only thing I can think about is the little uh, mesh netting down there. So that's the only thing in your top five of why you don't just wear swimsuits around? Yeah, probably. What do you think John Stamos' reason for not wearing swimsuits are? I can't even Jimmy. Okay, sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy's reason for not wearing. Joe, would you like to enlighten the people? Uh, he has bird legs. <laughs> He's very shy about his skinny legs. But he ends up in a bathing suit, Joe, and do you remember how he got into the bathing suit? Yeah, he traded with some guy. He says, hey, you, get at P. Diddy's party, he says, hey, you, give me your bathing suit. Dude just drops trout right at the party. <laughs> there was there was one funny line. I did crack a smile during episode two. The, the, the episode two is revolving around Jimmy trying to tell his son that the baby mom is not interested in him. And he needs to go after some of these other girls at the white party. And... So the son starts talking to some girl, and Jimmy talks to him later, and he says, Stamos asks him, uh, so how'd it go with that girl? And she's like, oh yeah, things were great, we were talking, and then she dived into a giant pile of cocaine, and Stamos, without missing a beat, goes, yeah, that happens. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so basically, Chin, the episode is, uh, so Jimmy goes to the beach with the, with the family, with Christina Million on and uh, Gerald and um, his granddaughter and I guess his uh, previous uh, sex partner. And um, they're at the beach and they just want to see the, the baby get in the water. 
Well, at one point during the beach, they're going to be there for hours, and they, some reason, didn't pack enough wet wipes. I don't know how many wet wipes a kid needs. Tommy, let me know how many wet wipes kids need. Um, and so he volunteers to go get them, and then he drags his son Gerald with him, and that's how they get to the white party. So evidently, they just, just happen to be Diddy's parties right near this beach. And, um, yeah, that, that's about it for the episode. You know, what, Jimmy comes back and then, uh, he gets into the bathing suit. And what did it say? Dirty boy across the, the ass? Cause they're like Euro trunks. Something like that. Yeah. You know, I'm under, after two episodes, I'm under the impression that Jimmy's supposed to be like the estranged father, but he's like, he's not the bad guy. You know, I don't, I get, he's, he didn't know, he didn't want a kid. It's not like he abandoned these people. He didn't know they existed. So when Gerald's being a dick, expecting him to like, want to be part of the family that he never knew existed for 25 years, that's just, uh, it's shitty of him to think of that. You know, you don't skip P. Diddy's party for the family he just met five days ago. Oh, so you would have went to the party and not felt bad about it. Oh, fuck yeah. I would have been pissed at uh, the, A, the mom, and B, Gerald. But not Millian. She was in a bikini chin. <laughs> yeah. Come back to watch. They, they, they realized ratings might fall early, so they had to put her in a bikini. And, and they make it out like she's an idiot. And then all of a sudden, these uh, drummers, what, they come to the beach and they start drumming, and they end up throwing something at her um, for, I forget why. And then she basically uh, decides that she's going to, like, uh, punch holes and throw their drums in the ocean. And these hippies are kind of cool with it and just leave. Like, I think there would have been a lot more of a uh, an issue if some chick was coming and just punching through my drums. If you look closely during that drum circle, there are sections of it. No one is touching their drum at all when the guy's talking. That's some so, good... And they, it, I, I had to rewind it because I thought I saw it and I rewound it. And there was like, no one's, they're just like air tapping over the drum. Very obviously. Fox, Fox, you need to improve. Stamos is, uh, is, is, deserves better than this. All right, so I think that's about it. That's all I really had to say. Great show. Well, I will keep watching. I'll keep the, keep y'all listeners updated on more of uh, Grandfathered. So, I had my opinion on it, so I went to go check the uh, consensus opinion on it. Harley, I went to Rotten Tomatoes. What score do you think critics gave Grandfathered on Rotten Tomatoes? 28. Grandfathered scored 68%. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I swear to God. The consensus review, Stamos, handsome and charming as ever. (laughs) Hey, look, there's only... Me, the target audience is 65-year-old women who just need to get a little moistened down there. Well, Joe, we, we've only given it two episodes. I'm going to have to keep watching. If it's 68, there's going to be some gold in 68%. there. 68%. No, this was, this, these were the reviews after the pilot. Oh, 68 after the pilot? Yeah. Ooh. Maybe, maybe just they, they like to see Lil Wayne and Deion Sanders. Don Rickles. Yeah. Very random trio of uh, of famous people to go to his restaurant. And then they all take a picture together. 
kid was crying. He, all he wanted was that picture. All he wanted was that picture. He was in the position. The woman was holding the phone, but the baby's crying. He couldn't have snapped the picture really quick. <laughs> Joe, I can't wait for you to be a father. Oh, shit. All right, so uh, grandfather, check it out. First two episodes. Tweet us at a talking small pod. Let us know what you think about grandfather. I uh, I think it's uh, I think it's gonna uh, catch on. Sixty eight on Rotten Tomatoes. It got episodes picked up. It seems like it's gonna uh, Stamos is gonna get a second season. I know Kevin was uh, supposed to be on this pod uh, helping with this review. I wonder if Rachel's an avid viewer and he kind of has to just watch it. I want to know Kevin's opinion on it. Well, we're going to get Kevin's opinion. He said he had seen some random episodes, so I think we're going to review this in a couple weeks, catch episodes uh, three and four, and definitely get KD involved in it because I, I think Chin is did not comment enough on it because I think we were selling it pretty hard and I don't think Chin's really got a good opinion on it now. I shit. Yep, see, Chin's got a great opinion. Well, I mean, everything Joe said just doesn't help. And this is this is coming from a source. I lived with Chin for, what, Four and a half years almost, probably. He knows I watch awful TV. I love some terrible TV shows. And if I'm not if I'm if I'm saying it's bad, it's probably really bad. IMDB gives it a seven point one. That um, fucking blows my mind. It, it it seems to do really well. Um, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure, uh, I'm not sure why. Uh, it's, uh, it's really not very good. All right, so let's not end the show on this shitty note. Um, Chen, you got any, uh, you got any great stories of uh, being Joe's roommate? Maybe how many times y'all uh, saw Andy beat off or one good chant? Where you really plopped on the chair and you blamed it on Andy? Was there any? Is there anything else that you used to do to Joe that he doesn't know about that you want to break? Um, I can't think of anything that I've done to Joe that he doesn't know about. Although I'm ninety percent certain he has walked on times. Whereas walked on and Andy jerking it. Oh, yeah, I've walked in on Andy Jerkin at least three times. Have y'all ever walked in on each other? No. No, we locked the door like smart people. <laughs> Respective doors, not one door. Uh, it sounded like y'all were beating off in the same room. <laughs> um, I, th- I think that's about it. I, I really don't have anything else uh, to talk I've about. i got one more thing you Harley and I want Chen's opinion on this I heard it on the last pod I know you had talked about getting a, a ring tattoo do not get a fucking horse tattooed on your finger what would you get not a fucking horse what would you get I wouldn't get a tattoo on my finger okay well if you had to get one what would you get I would get if I had to get one and it was that I would get a circle a ring you would, tattooed, you'd like get it a around line, a straight line. You'd a get it straight line around my finger. Why? 
because you're going to look at that horse and you're going to be like, my God, why did I do that? You may as well get an Ella, Ella's name in your uh, tattooed on your lower back. So you think a tattoo on a finger of a horse equals a fucking tramp stamp of my wife's name? Yes. Yes, basically. Chan, what's your opinion of that? I think you should avoid the horse on the fingers. Thank you. Well, no, no, no. Not that, that part. Do you think Joe's analogy is valid? Knowing that Harley doesn't give a shit about horses. The horse represents his wife. Well, yeah, you got to do something for your wife, right? You can't just do what I'd want to do. I'd put like, she, I'd put like Kavorka. Is she going to get pizzazz tattooed down her ring finger? Pizzazz wasn't played at the wedding, so clearly it wasn't uh, it wasn't as good. Maybe she could get Billy Joel, Joe. Oh shit, Billy Joel. No, I, I I don't have a I, I wouldn't have a problem with a horse. I don't know what to get. She's getting uh she wants the word always written on her finger. I don't want always on my finger, so I wanted something different. Like just down the finger all the way. What kind of, like how would you do the horse? I'd put it around the knuckle so when I move my close my finger it would jump. Yeah, you know, it would be on the side of the finger. So like if I move my finger the horse would go from you know and jump. This is really awful pod. That's weird. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's so weird, Bring Harley. Uh, I, I was hoping Bobby Badtat was going to be on the pod. I was going to clear the air over uh, what he seems to be holding on to for, from five years ago. Well, you want to tell a story? Because he seemed, he seemed to be overly sensitive about that. That story? Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, do no you, story. I mean, you were we were down there in Mardi Gras, and you met what? That's the first time you met Bobby. Was this like three years no, ago? No, I, I, I Bobby for I had known Bobby for a while because I was friends with his sister, and I gave it. I mean, I got drunk and I gave. I took his sister to a dance freshman year, and I just started. I was drunk and I just started giving him shit that I had fucked his sister. Had you? And I, I mean, I. I guess that I had not. I, and I, that's why I was going to clear the air. I was going to say I never did anything to his sister. I was hung. I, I liked his sister for a while until she got weird. She started hanging out with that chick that uh, dated Alan Fauché and then turned into a lesbian after they broke up. Granted, freshman year of high school. Wait, Bobby's sister's no, a lesbian? Clear the air. I never did. I never even kissed Bobby's sister. Yeah, but did you uh, finger blast her on the dance floor? I, I did not. Opportun- butthole blast on the <laughs> Oppor- butthole blast. Opportunity missed. Jen, what does that mean? You you having a good time with the ladies? Uh, not having a bad time. Oh shit, Jen. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen you with a girl. I must know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, what constitutes not a bad time? Puddle stuff. <laughs> I did see something on uh, Facebook. Some like uh, somebody shared like the best thing you can give your significant other for a Valentine's Day is a chocolate imprint of your asshole. 
And I didn't click the link because I didn't really care chocolate enough. Chocolate anuses. Yeah, but it was like they said, like give give chocolate anuses for Valentine's Day. I don't know if I want to eat a chocolate anus. I mean, I guess that's better than eating a normal anus. You should get that. Uh, make a plaster uh, dick mold of your own dick. Give it to Ella. Yeah, but that, it, we already established on previous pod that just. Anything that's a oh, mold, <laughs> as my sister said, you don't want to send dick pics or, or molds of your dick because Unsolicited it's dick pics. because it's never gonna you're never gonna be as 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 it's never gonna go over as well as you're thinking it's gonna go over because dicks are just <laughs> dicks. But Jen, let's get back to this this love life just a, a little bit. So, I mean, like, you're seeing somebody on the sly or something? No, no, no not currently, no. Previously? Like, in the last year-ish? I mean, yeah, previously. Who? On a Facebook stalker. She hot? She's not Asian, I know that. I'm not telling you, Jeff. The fuck, man? <laughs> Chan, if you if you got married to this chick, who would who's in the running for your best man right now? Is it hands down Joe or is Al in there? Uh, oh, it's Bubba Bublandy. No, it's not. <laughs> it, well, no, it might be Joe. Well, who else I'll is in the running? Is it Al? Just because y'all have lunch on Fridays? Uh, yeah, probably actually. Okay with that. Weddings suck. I just want to go. <laughs> yeah, but just think about if you were Chin's best man, you wouldn't have to give a speech or anything because it'd be so out of character for Chin to even talk and just be like, <laughs> I would only give a speech if Chin did. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like, hmm, okay, we're done. The next person that I know that gets married, I'm going to do the exact same, same thing that Baker did for me. He told me, Look, because I, I was going to be asking him to be a groomsman, and he goes, I don't want to be a groomsman, just sh- tell me when to show up. <sighs> I said, that's easy, done. Yeah, I, I, was, gla- I, I was glad that Ella said, I'm just going to have one person up there, so I was like, alright, that's going to be a lot easier. It would have been hard to fit multiple people on that dock. Chen, did you did you stay the night at my house that night? No, I didn't. I ended up leaving. Oh, okay. I was wondering if what you would you would you have thrown Kevin's phone in the pond if Tennessee had won that game? No. It's you a regular sweating. season game. I mean, I was sweating it, but it was a regular season game. It's Tennessee. They haven't won in fucking twelve years. Wait, why would he have thrown Kevin's phone in there? Why wouldn't he have thrown because yours? Because Kevin's phone was the only one that could get service in your shithole of a property. Oh, y'all were, y'all were falling along with it during while y'all were outside? I would have figured that game ended yeah, while y'all... Everyone was out. Well, everyone, we were upstairs watching it, and then we got kicked out. Who kicked... Oh, and they kicked y'all out of the house so they could do the, uh, the unveiling yeah, of the bride and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all were... So we had to watch it. The only phone that got service, which was Kevin's phone. What, what companies do y'all have? I have Verizon. They work perfect out here. That's Sprint. I mean, I had the AT&T. I'm pretty sure mine was working, but Kevin offered his phone first. So, was, <laughs> so that's who we ended up watching it on. So did you throw? Do you wanted to throw Kevin's phone in the the pond because Florida was going to lose? 
Are, are you excited that y'all stole the LSU quarterback, Franks? I am because I'm fairly certain Treon Harris is like infinitely worse than Brandon Harris, which is impressive given how bad Brandon Harris is. Well, where's Will Greer going? Because isn't he, didn't he announce he was transferring? Isn't he up to yeah, Seattle? Well, yeah, but he's now suspended he anyway, like right? Two years. No, yeah, no. he ended up transferring. He can't. A year and four games, right? I would have thought he no, just was... could sit out because he's suspended. Why would that matter? I thought he could just transfer. He can transfer, but I think I don't know if he went to like a D two school or not. So he has that other like one year uh, waiting period as well, <coughs> and they don't run concurrent apparently. I would have thought they went concurrent. That's fucking. Yeah, why would you fucking I, transfer at I that point? This thing on the local radio around here, they were like blasting Florida for losing all these quarterbacks, and they were saying how good Driscoll did at uh at the Independence Bowl. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. He was. They're they're acting like losing Driscoll was a uh, uh something they were like devastated about. I will say, like at the end of the year, I would have rather Driscoll than Harris. Like. Ten times out of yeah, but what happened to Harris? Because he looked really good against LSU. I was like, we were, you know, we we're at that game, and it was like he was making fucking plays. And he couldn't do anything the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, well, like, admittedly, the line just fell apart, but I don't think he threw over fifty percent, like in half the games that he played. And he, it was just like he was missing a lot of throws. All right, Chen, what's your early prediction for Florida next year? It depends on who's the quarterback. It's going to be Franks, I mean, it's right? Throw a number out. Wait, what? It's going to have Throw a number out. Yeah, it's going to have oh, to be oh. Franks. I'd probably say eight or nine. Is that including Wait. bowl or is that regular season? Probably eight, actually, and probably including bowl too. So I never uh, oh, LSU's going to be twelve and zero, easy. No, they're fifteen and zero. Fourteen and zero. I mean, going into the. I mean, LSU still has to find a quarterback. Like, that's not changing anything either. Yeah, the my my thing about Brandon Harris is he looks really really good sometimes. And then he just makes like some some throws where he like rolls it to the fucking receivers. His accuracy is yeah. garbage. He's got the arm. He is so inaccurate. And he's always pressured, and our offensive line has to get better. Our offensive line was pretty good. Pass protection. I think our offensive How do you feel about yards tra- or transferring? Uh, if I was him, I'd transfer too. The fucker can catch the ball. I know. I think he made. I think he picked a good team to do. Where, where'd he go? Wasn't I didn't see that. TCU. Yeah. Wasn't it like? Uh, he was a graduate, right? Right. He yeah, didn't he graduated play this year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I I thought he was only a junior. Uh, he graduated in three years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. What you're I, I'm, I'm very excited. We got the Wisconsin defensive coordinator. That should be, that should be big yeah. help. He was like the top three defense in what the last three years or something. It looked pretty fucking good. Better than Kevin Steele. Go up to Lambeau. 
Fuck no. It, it would be cool, but it seemed like that, that trip would be way too expensive. I'd rather do something different. We were going to, but we're going to the uh, Bristol game, Tennessee-Virginia Tech, the following week. Yeah, Joe, the Tennessee fan. That was the most pissed off I've been is I don't get to land yeah. Halo because I'm fucking going to get ice and all this shit. I come here and Joe's openly rooting for Tennessee because his wife, the wife went there. For which one? Which game? That's a Tennessee-Florida game. Chin, did you want to disown oh, Joe as a Florida. friend right there? Florida. Yeah. Wasn't No, the, the worst wasn't that. I don't think Joe was like openly rooting for Tennessee. It was at your bachelor party was the one. That oh. game. Yeah, it was when we were in Denver. He was fucking rooting for... I don't even remember who they played. Te- who were they playing? Was it OU? Was that that game? Tennessee-Oklahoma game? Yeah. No, that wasn't the first game. No, because they won. A, they won the game he was, was like, rooting for. Yeah, right? it was some garbage game. Mm-hmm. No, it was like Vandy or something. No, they don't open with Vandy. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna look up the Tennessee. It was like NC State or something. You think? Oh, uh, well, what we went to? Uh, let's see, we went to the uh... Bowling Green. Oh, yeah, probably. Bowling Green? Oh, that's 2016. Oh. That's not right. No, it's, hey, I, I have nothing against Tennessee until they play LSU. I've never had anything against Tennessee. We play them once every fucking decade. Why would I care? <laughs> no, maybe it was Oklahoma. I'm no, pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it's Oklahoma because they lost. It was week one, wasn't it? No. No, uh uh-uh. uh. It was week one of the NFL. It was week one of the NFL. Yeah, it was Oklahoma and and they lost. LSU was playing Mississippi State. Harley, how do you remember anything from that day? (laughs) I'm not commenting on that day. (laughs) I I remember a good bit of that day. That, that's that what macaroni was. <laughs> macaroni was awesome, bro. <laughs> no, that well, first of all, that that was the day we went and played top golf, right? So yeah. we were drinking all morning, and somehow Craig was actually decent at top golf, which just pisses me off. Craig, the only worst swing I've seen since Charles Barkley. He just the greatest d- thing was that. Craig and I beat Joe, like, almost every time, too. Oh, I got... I was <laughs> played again when we went to Denver for Thanksgiving, and I was telling them how I got absolutely smashed, and I was not allowed to use anything larger than a 9-iron because I kept hitting the backstop every time I would swing at it. Well, did anything the change? next to us were taking a step back every time I would go up there to hit a ball. <laughs> well, yeah, but did anything change when you played the second time? It was freezing out there when we went the second time. Okay, you didn't answer my question. What do you mean, did anything change? Do we still hitting the fucking golf balls into the people's uh, shit next to you? Oh my god, that was like 14 times. Get over it. Chin had never swung a golf club in his life and beat the fuck out of you, I think, every time. Not every time. I, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't remember because we drank a shit ton that day. Yeah, we had like what they, she kept bringing pitchers of beer. We had to at least have seven, yeah. eight pitchers of beer. Well, we had we had 
started with Bloody Marys and mimosas. Yeah, we, we had that for like three hours, and then we switched over to the banquet beer and drank. We, we were, she was bringing two pitchers at a time to us. So, so during my bachelor party, we go to the um. What was the establishment called? I even forget what it was the called. Diamond Cabaret. Yeah, that's right. We go in the Diamond Cabaret, and I've been to a. It was surprising that I've been to a couple strip clubs with Chin. I know we went to um. For Joe's, we were at a. Uh, oh crap! What was that one fucking called? Glitter Gulch. Well, we ended up going to Sapphire as well. Sapphire Club, yeah. And every Asian stripper seeks Chin out. Well, no, it was Sapphire was the one that was the big time because there were, you know, there's what, 300 women working there. And these bitches, like, in the booth or in the, in the like, group of chairs next to us is this, like, balling ass Asian dude who's seriously, like, throwing his money around. He's six buttons deep. He's got his chest out. He's got, like, four girls in his lap at once. And here's Chen. So all these bitches know that this Asian guy's taken. So they look at Chen and like, well, this Asian guy must have money too. Every single stripper, every single Asian stripper walks up to Chen. Hey, big boy, you want lap dance? And it's really funny because we all know how much Chen hates Asian women. So we're just sitting there kind of laughing. And they. Every single Asian. Beeline to Chen. Well, Chen, didn't I? I, I want to say I, I bought you a dance from an Asian stripper at at that thing didn't, didn't i buy you a dance? yeah you did it at at uh glitter gulch he ended up doing it yes and i was trying to say no as much. <laughs> all right so we uh we we uh go into the uh glitter gulch and uh, i bought chan asian uh stripper and he was basically giving me death stares the whole time he was getting a lap dance it was awesome well we broke the the tradition that you had started for Kevin, and it really had kind of died with Kevin, too. You, the tradition was going to be at all the bachelor parties, you find and buy the biggest, blackest stripper as a lap dance for the groom. And really, Kevin was the only one that got screwed in the, into that. And I remember I remember the look on Kevin's face <laughs> at the Playboy Club for his bachelor party. It was a he penthouse was club. Like, penthouse oh, club. His, his smile says, oh yeah, I'm enjoying it. His eyes were like, oh, you fucking guys. <laughs> It was no, good stuff. That wasn't the that wasn't the only time I've I've done that though. Um, I I I typically like to just do that when they come by because I just I don't know. I, it's not that it's uh, it's kind of funny to me. Just uh, but um, yeah, Kevin was not was not happy. I don't want to give. I don't want to buy somebody a stripper that they really want. The only person I've done that for is you, Joe, and I Shut didn't up. I didn't enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it? No, because the one you got had a fucking friend that you couldn't just do one. You had to get both of them. So I had to partake in the fucking thing. It was fucking awful. And fucking Rush, them Russian hoods took us in the back room. <laughs> I, and I, you, you go in the back room of that place and the beer and the drinks are like 30 bucks a pop. Didn't Craig like drop like 100 or like 200 back there. He had like two girls and three outfit changes. And he comes out. He's like, yep, that was $600. <laughs> well, didn't he had all this money. Everyone paid him for their portion of the room. And, and like they gave, they brought him $200 cash. Yeah. And Greg just had a damn time. 
Yeah, Craig did it right because he ended up getting all that cash for Vegas. Although he didn't even gamble either, I don't think. Uh, he didn't. No, well, he no, he did. He sat down a couple times, but he loses his money really, uh, okay. really quick. For an engineer, he doesn't understand the rules of blackjack very well. <laughs> you know what was weird that I didn't think about until after there were no poles at the Diamond Cabaret for those whores. Yeah, it was, it was just, just a stage. Yeah, they threw up a chair every now and then to get up there. I don't like that. Oh, I I did. Okay, Chen. Here's a good question: Who wreaked a desperation more between you and Craig? Because I think every stripper in the Diamond Cabaret came up to either one of you. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I, yeah, that definitely happened a lot more. Like they were definitely on our side more than they were on yours, even though you had like twenty dollars in a little pyramid. Yeah, you were given like one dollar every like ten minutes <laughs> and getting way more of a show than I was throwing out stacks of ones. Like I think I went through a. We were at the stage. I must have went through like a hundred and seventy dollars of ones, and that's including yeah. like the hundred Al gave me, and then like Joe and and uh, like Al and fucking everybody was just pouring, throwing them in front of me, and they just couldn't get away from you and Craig. I seriously think we only came got women coming up to us like three times. That whole like three hours that we were there. Yeah, like like the. You know, you think after we paid as much as the ones on the stage that they would have came and looking for us. Because then the the back room after 2 a.m. or something, the panties dropped back there. or I forget what the rules were. I don't know. But I, I'll vote that I think Craig reeked of de- desperation more. He wasn't even smiling. He was just kind of sitting there, slouched down in the chair. Them gummies had taken effect. Look, all I was trying to do at that place was get Harley a shower. <laughs> get Harley a shower. <laughs> Don't tell them it's my bachelor party. Well, no. They, I think Joe tried to tell people, and they just didn't care. It was awesome. I, I did not want to get in that fucking shower. That would have been... Should have got Craig in that shower. How's, how's weightlifting with Craig going? <laughs> did you like the videos? Dude. Craig has, like, the lowest range of motion on those that uh, leg press. I, I don't think it was that bad. How far He's did you... man doing squats. He has to bring his knees to his chest. He was only coming to, like, relaxed position. Well, I... Yeah, but, Joe, I don't, I don't know about that. Because have you ever done those leg press machines like that? It seems like a, I, I never have gotten yeah. on one where I think I can adjust it enough to where it goes all the way to my chest and I can do full extension. You can... You, you do it... You do it to, uh... Well, yeah, you can't do the full extension, but you can do more than that to where you're using the full band. Look, Craig doing any legs is a New Year's resolution positive. Get so. that man squatting. How is New Year new Craig going? I think he's went to the gym that one day, if I had to guess. I, I heard uh, Craig ate some mushrooms and swam around your lake naked. Yeah, you can't talk about that. Don't get fired, Craig. Yeah, don't get fired, Craig. This is this is this is slanderous rumors that may have uh, had Craig swimming naked in the pond New Year's Eve. <laughs> hey, he still got up to the gym the next day of the supposed uh, shrooms, so you never know. Chen bringing up bullshit. Don't get Craig fired. And then he's giggling about it. Um, 
So, Chen, what was the better bachelor party, mine or Joe's? Because you went to both of them. Um, I, I kind of liked Denver a little bit more than Vegas. I was thinking Denver was Denver was a lot of fun. Yeah. The the reason I I, I like Denver better is. Well, the Uber situation was better. I liked where we were oh, staying uh, yeah. more. And then I I just like the, uh, the the culture that marijuana is legal over there. And uh, <laughs> that, that's just a that's just a fun thing. When you when you pass a guy on one of those uh he was on one of those uh hoverboards and he was smoking a joint, that's just that guy's balling right there. <laughs> But yeah, I, I thought I thought I thought Denver was cool because we got Kevin to come out and uh, and there was you know I, I mean I'm not 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 shitting on Addie or, or Johnny because I had a good time with them. It was just we had more of our uh, old school friends there. Yeah, the whole group was there. Yeah, plus plus I had never been to Denver. It was uh or yeah, not, no. well I've never been downtown. But yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I liked all the little breweries and shit. And it was less yeah. expensive than I found Vegas. Even though Vegas, we had a good time. We went to the uh, Benihana's. Um, that random... Well, that yeah. random Italian place we went to that was like... Uh, the, oh, yeah. The Italian, Italian steakhouse or whatever. Italian club or whatever. Uh, Italian American club. Yeah. Italian American cuisine. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we had to wait forever to get a fucking... Uh, we waited for an Uber or a tap cab. Yeah. That was a that was that was a that, they were both fun. Yeah, no, they were they were both good. But uh, Denver was uh, I was I like I surprisingly liked Denver quite Dude, a bit. The, the six hours, Harley was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Top Golf. Top Golf's gonna suck." Wait, all right, we'll do two hours. Okay, that's fine. Let's extend it an hour. Let's extend it another hour. <laughs> Let's do another hour. Hey, it wasn't just me having a good time. We we got drunk as shit. We all had a great time. That's what I was saying. It's, we we played top golf for six hours for twenty bucks a person, and then racked up a five hundred dollar bar tab. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, that was easily like a lot better time than I was expecting. Well, I'm just yeah, like Ryan and Alex didn't want to go, and they ended up yeah. doing something else. I don't think they had nearly as fun, and they ended up, you know, stealing some stuff out of Craig's bag, and then feeling no remorse for it. <laughs> like Craig's, like you owe me something. And they're like, oh fuck it. Oh, Chin, let me ask you a question. What's up? Have you ever spent as many nights in a bed as you have with Craig with anybody else? No, actually. <laughs> so, so of bed sharing time, Craig and you, and what are you, y'all might have shared what eight nights total, maybe six, seven, somewhere in there, and that's the most you've ever shared with a guy. Yeah. How many with a girl? Uh, I don't know. Did you already do the uh, DraftKings code word? DraftKings is out, Joe. It's ended. But football's over. No, it's still, they still got a couple more. No, that, that, but I'm going to say the, uh, the code word should be Team Snorlax. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you knew Craig and Chen. I don't know how y'all slept in the same bed. Y'all snored like fucking 
motherfuckers. I guess that's better than being in, uh, I mean, Joe and I shared a bed for the fucking Denver, and that was a fucking fart factory. That was a fart factory. Yeah, I just, I, just and you and Craig took it so easily, because I made it as a joke, because y'all shared a bed, and Craig bitched about it after the Vegas, because he said that, you know, <laughs> well, y'all put the fucking two biggest people in the same fucking bed. <laughs> So, so when we went to Denver, it was just a joke. It's like, oh yeah, Craig and Chen got that bed over there, and then all of a sudden, y'all actually went into that bed. It was kind of like, what the fuck? What I understand is there was an entire other room, and you guys all decided to bunk together. Craig and Chen decided to share a bed when there was two extra unused beds. No, there wasn't. That whole other room. Kevin and Dan were in that other room. Oh, I'm talking about Vegas the first time. We only had two rooms, Joe. Four beds. You guys were the first ones there. We didn't show up until later. So uh, you were already snuggled into bed under the covers. So, 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 Joe, what you're saying is, if four people get to the the four beds first. Each one takes their own bed and then plays by uh, plays at random. Who wants to saddle up with who as they come? I yeah, just gotta be better than sleeping with Craig. <laughs> That is true. That is true. If I if I was coming late and I had a choice between Chin and Craig, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who I'm picking, but I'm probably going with Al or me first if it's if, you know if I got a choice. Going going with what I think I get the most room. So thank you for joining us and listening to episode 13 of the Talking Small podcast. We had myself. You can hit me up on Twitter at a big bull wrong. We had. My buddy Joe knows all. Joe, what's your Twitter handle? At Fat Vader. That's F A T Vader. And our the lovely Michael Michael Chin. You all first. Michael 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 Chin yo. Chin, would you like to spell and pronounce your Twitter handle just in case anybody wants to follow? Because I think Chin needs more followers. Hashtag Asian Sensation. At E-L-W-Y-N-T-A, except I don't actually use it all that often, so. So we shout out Twin to get more, Chin to get more followers, and then Chin follows it up with, I don't tweet much and I don't get on it. (laughs) I mean, I get on it to look at other people's tweets, but I don't do it myself. How many porn stars do you follow? All right, they're listed clearly. All right, so thanks for joining us. Uh, we had a good time. You can follow us on SoundCloud at Talking Small. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Talking Small Pod. You can always email us at talkingsmallpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at Talking Small Pod. You may see some great workout videos of Craig, who, for his size, has some nice calves in his uh, calf raises. So check that out. Any parting words, Joe? Yeah, don't fear the Reaper. It's a Craig arm tat joke. Chen, any final words? <laughs>